brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq, Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810.
Happy Monday! Welcome to Cyberskill, where we always have a chicken in our head. Well, sometimes we have a chicken in our head. And we're not as fun as Kim Commando, but way more chill. What's up, Ordy? <laughs> What's going on, Lou? Um, wow, we haven't we haven't brought up Kim Commando in a while. Yeah, and if you're you're at the wrong show, like that's that's where we're going to direct you if you need to know how to set up your printer. But if you're good with your printer, or as good as anyone, as long as. Never mind. I'm not making Microsoft jokes because we're going to talk about <laughs> Apple security in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this time, this time the the yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, I mean, we've evolved into mocking security, or not mar- mocking security, but um, the mocking, lack thereof. Well, I, I mean, I think we mock just the media, the security media, more than anything, and, and but, the government. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's sure. it's right for the station. I, I think, it really I think is. we worked ourselves into a niche. <laughs> <laughs> What's your show about? Uh, same as the other shows, making fun of the media, just in a different, <laughs> right, exactly. just, well, yeah. just in a different uh, but we make fun of tech journos and not regular. Yeah, journos. And, we are going to talk. You know what? Next, we're going to have to go after the lowest. Of the low on the food on the uh, tech food chain, games journals. Oh, I'm down for that. <laughs> They're the worst. Even They're though I don't, I won't get all those jokes, right? I obviously, I'm not. Well, okay. Think think of your average box writer, but make them hate their life, and that's a games journal. They hate that they're in that profession. Uh-huh. They hate everything about the profession they like a little bit of the access they get but really they are just the most contemptuous people on the planet really so they want to be a journalist but they're a games a gaming journalist you know it's like back in the day before games journo they probably would have written for cat fancy or something waiting for their big break at the nyt (laughs) cat fancy is one of those things that i forget ever existed until (laughs) someone brings it up (laughs) <laughs> I gladly forget ever existed yeah. until someone brings it up. Um, yeah. So. So, yeah. But, yeah, so tech journals. And, you know what, it's not even just tech journals. It's just bad decisions at tech, too. I mean, this is like, you are, I saw a great meme the other day, and it was, you know, the entire infrastructure of the internet and it's all these blocks and pieces and everything stacked on top of each other and then it has this little tiny stick that's kind of holding everything up and it says some project in nebraska that some guy's been maintaining thanklessly for free since 2003 yeah it's like if you were to take that piece out all of our tech infrastructure would fall (laughs) and i gotta find that meme but uh yeah and that's kind of i mean the Google story I sent you today. Google Chrome is no longer going to show secure website indicators. Uh-huh. Did you, did you catch that story? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. And you know how I prep. I'm like, oh, okay, I skim that. Oh, okay, I skim that. It's way more fun if I have to wing it and I don't know what's right. going on, right? Maybe yeah. we are so, as much okay. fun as Kim Commando. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but I, so, I mean, I, from, I had to roll my eyes at no security indicators. I because mean, the people who do know are just they don't use Chrome anyway. But go ahead. Well, it's okay. So it's like you know, and Google's excuse is well, ninety percent of the websites on the internet have adopted the HTTPS standard, so it's kind of redundant to have secured and the little you know lock icon at the top of the screen. So now we're just going to notify you when it's not secured. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we uh, if you have to put certificates on websites, you, I mean, you know, you you knew this was coming. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I mean, you have, it, it spurned free certificates or just kind of a more, an, it's, they're easier to use. They're easier to do really for less technical people. So that's good, but, and, and Google forced that by doing this. But this is the point where I hope that they would say, yeah, we're going to keep the indicators. I mean, I, I think I read this before now that it was coming. But, I mean, why, why Ordy? See, and that's the thing. Is that it, you know, it's that the implication is that every website is safe. So, and, you know, I'm just going to put on my Karnak hat here for a minute. I'm going to prognosticate a few years into the future to where uh, site certificates can now be spoofed and unsafe sites won't throw up a warning. So that way you just, oh, I just assume that the site is safe because it doesn't tell me it's unsafe. And, uh, I mean, that, that was one of the big things we had trouble with when we revamped, when we moved the KLRN website. Getting our certificates in order. Everybody kept saying, hey, that you know, it's saying that the site isn't safe. We assure you that it is. It's just the certificate isn't in order. So taking that little, I mean, I've learned to look for the little lock icon. You know, as I'm looking at four different browser tabs right now, and all of them have that little lock icon. I lose that, I'm going to panic. I'm a very simple man. I need my little visual cues to know things are okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it's just... Silly. And so, anybody who works in any sort sort of somewhat technical, anyone who can, you know, easily work their iPhone, has been asked for technical assistance from people, um, or has been told horror stories by a loved one or a family member about getting malware on there. And we've all had conversations about, look right here. This is like one of the easiest things to tell someone about safety on the web. If this is red, um, close the browser. Uh, don't go here, right? Don't use this. Don't put your credit card information in for sure. But if it's green, you're good to go. That was so easy. And yeah, I mean, generally it. red means bad. or Right, <laughs> I know. It's like stop signs and green lights. And yeah, green go, stop, red. So, I feel like Kim Commando right now. Yeah, I don't... I well, don't she just got into your head before the show, didn't she? It's going to... Um, I, I, it's going to... It, it's going to make people less safe. I think the safer people probably are not using Google. And the people the people using Chrome... Well, I don't know. Maybe the the least conscious people are using Edge and and 
this might be a good thing. So, but that's well, Chrome based. So are they going? I mean, it's hopefully no. Microsoft is keeping it right. That's not going. Well, yeah. I mean, this isn't a Chromium thing. This is strictly a Google Chrome thing. Thank you for so you know yeah so (laughs) thank you thank you Alphabet Um, yeah so it's you know there's actual you know lock icon in address bar enabled you have to go and turn it on now you have to consciously go and turn it back on it's yeah it seems like it would be more of a pain in the ass to code this than it would be to have just left well enough alone this is one of those things it's like why though you know? Because some people have to break the code. Some people ha- just have to. Google this is, is why Chrome is so fucking bloaty. Yeah. <laughs> some people just have to break it. They can't help themselves. That's the only way they know. <laughs> fucking JC in the chat. Hi, Kim. Long time listener, first time caller. So do I want a lot of megapixels or just a few? <laughs> <laughs> he, he always asks me about cameras. I don't <laughs> freaking know. I think there's a point where it's like, um, okay. You know, I, I went back. I went more, and it's a little bit better. I've watched a couple of her shows, and it's not that it's bad, because sometimes she does have some good topics. Just the level of dumbing down she has to do for her listeners is painful. I think it. I think Kim provides a really great service. I think she does the fact that she gets people to want, she gets her audience to want to listen to her show. I think mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, yeah, I well, think, yeah, it's, you know, it's like, okay, you got Kim commander, then you move into Leo report and then you move into us. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's the exact whatever, which if you haven't ever listened to Leo report, he does a fantastic show on the weekends. I haven't, but I probably will now. Yeah. It's like I said, it's a next tier Kim command. Yeah, so I told... No. Oh, wait, no, I dropped this story. So Accessible, but... Yeah. Okay. I was about to give you a hard time and say that I told you that I wanted to do fun stuff, and then you sent me something on dark side. But I sent the dark side. No, I sent it. Oh, Ordy, I said fun. But this is fun. Because, okay, I liked Dark Side. I mean, okay, <laughs> let me rephrase that one. <laughs> I liked how their good intentions always blew up in their face. They were <laughs> the wily coyote of they, cybercrime. That they are, but see, while we keep talking about this in regards to them, Wiley was... You know, not necessarily well intended. Or no, yeah, I mean, he didn't have no, he didn't have good intentions, right? You but know, I, this is this is like <laughs> you know where where other cyber gangs are, are like you know the Kevin Costner Robin Hood. This was the Men in Tights Robin Hood. Uh-huh. It, it just it was just a comedy of errors. Uh, yeah. They were they were almost a self parody. I you see I I. I thought of them as Keystone Cops, almost. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, yeah. But they're back. Yeah, they're back. And dark matter doesn't um, sound any better than dark side. Yeah. No. Yeah. Their new name is Black Matter. They um, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they, they've... <sighs> okay. So when Darkseid broke up, you know, they they did that colonial pipeline hack. They got their four million. Um, a lot of that, the FBI intercepted in bit in the Bitcoin and got it back to Colonial, and so and they're you know, <clears throat> there's their crypto wallets got confiscated. Their servers were getting shut down, so they just they they broke up. They you know, so now they've reformed and you know, and they are now called Black Matter, and they're. Um, while not totally official, there are some uh, indications that, yeah, these are them. Um, a lot of their things are the same. The, the, the amount of money they ask for from their victims are the same. Their decryptors are pretty much the same. So, yeah, so the forensic decryptor stuff, I mean, you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff you want to see in, like, in this kind of of attribution, the, how much money they ask for is, I mean, that's just such an easy thing to replicate. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, some of, and we always start out from a point of, or I do, you know, if you, if you need this item to bolster your case because I mean it's less than inconclusive to me right so it's not even circumstantial okay they asked for the same amount of money like how how does that really well I mean no but I mean that's one of the things you know they also use an RSA 1024 implementation that's unique to what black to what dark side use it's I mean it's not 100% there but it's no but those kind of IOCs are like I mean those are real technical IOCs that's um that's more than circumstantial maybe not absolutely conclusive on its own but it's it's pretty good evidence but yeah you know, they use the same amount of money. That's like, um, oh, I had a great, uh, that, that's like these two dealers work for the same gang because they sell their dime bags for the same amount of money. It doesn't compute. <laughs> See what I mean? Right. No, but I'm just saying, you know, $4 million is an oddly specific number. Why not five? Why not two? You know, anyway. So that was, that was my take was that, hey, you know, because, you know, uh, Dark side always wanted four million, and that's what they got. So <laughs> the fact that this group is asking for four million in ransom too—that you know—that me going okay, you know what? That along with everything else is yeah, it's probably them. I don't know because the Crips are getting twenty five a bag over there, so I mean, you know, the Bloods are going to sell it for twenty five. I, I don't know because I was I'm never sell in it a for gang. I, I mean, yeah, I was never in a street gang. I, I didn't sell anything on the corner, but it just makes sense to me that it just doesn't mean anything. And I wonder why they are would use it to bolster their case. But I mean, you know, it's not nobody asked me. You know what I mean? Like, but I would say don't put that in there because it <laughs> sounds like you're. BSing. It's like you Sounds got like all this reaching. great. Yeah, why you got all this great evidence? Why and what does the media do? They put it in there first, right? Like this is talk about the media. You got to make it simple. You know, it's you and I. We're going to go right past that. 
They have screenshots. And then I'm going to look. Oh, okay, look. There's the Salsa encryption, Salsa 20 encryption algorithm, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so. I think that's know. fine when you're writing for, you know, someone else and you don't have screenshots of code in your article. But, you know, a paragraph down, they start with the screenshots of code and it's like, why? It, it doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, I'm not a tech journal either. I'm not a threat hunter. I'm not. It's so. I mean, you know, who am I to question? Oh, yeah, that's right. I have a podcast. No, I do not want to install and run Wildvine on this computer. <laughs> Stop asking me. God, what, that's what it, I don't even know what Wildvine is. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's is a it? media player that everybody's trying to push into. Something had to take the place of it's Flash. It's the new Flash, right? Okay. Yeah, so. I haven't seen it yet. I'm thankful for that. Hopefully, I won't. We're reading the same stories. How come I'm getting the pop up and you're not? You've yeah. probably already enabled it. Get the fuck off my computer. Okay, so, enable. Right. So, but what they're saying is that so the RSA key is the same. The public key for the public RSA key for the encryption file is the same. Hmm. Similar. Uh, in the footer of the encrypted file. Yeah. Now that is an indicator of compromise. If I'm reading this correctly and I understand what it means because it's a story. And as we all know, this is CyberChill, the store where this show where only one of the hosts prep. <laughs> <laughs> and which one it'll be week to week is a crapshoot. This week, it's not really me. No, I... But, you know, and other things, too. On on Black Matters Ransomware, you know, on their page, their, you know, media release, whatever, it's very similar. Is who we do not attack. Hospitals, critical infrastructure, oil and gas industry. Ha! Learned your lesson on that one. Uh, Defense industry, nonprofit, well, then, uh, and government sector. So, you know, that's... That's pretty dark side. Yeah, and I mean, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in here that um, is behavioral, which you know, I mean, if there's anybody expert at fooling you with the behavioral characteristics, it's people like this. So, I mean, you know, that's just one thing that I keep in mind. Yeah. When I'm looking at stuff like this and that other people will like bolster their case with. And I'm like, mm, I don't necessarily believe all that, but I don't, you know, everybody. Well, we everybody called it when does. they broke up that they weren't going to be gone for long. We absolutely did. So, you know, that's it. It would make perfect sense for them to be back in the tech. I think the technical indicators of comp- of that this indicators that this is the same group are really strong. So I think there's that also in can be fate. I think that, you know, any kind of attribution of groups or anything like that is just really, really tricky. So, um, um, speaking of which I think, so here's, I mean, we have like a warning um, on the Microsoft phishing attack that's sneakier yeah. than usual, apparently. 
Yeah, this one, uh, the Microsoft Security Intelligence Team has issued an alert to Office 365 users that to be on the lookout for crafty phishing e uh, email, air quote crafty, um, with spoof sender addresses. This one is coming from a SharePoint server. Um, it looks like file share requests, staff reports, bonuses, price books, things that, you know, and it's in an Excel spreadsheet, and this launches your VBA code, and and then, you know, just everything we tell you, links are spoofy, stop clicking them. But this one looks really good. It looks all official-like. Uh, but, yeah. you know, pe people who use uh, 365 in the cloud, um... It's been showing up on Microsoft's threat assessment. And, oh, I mean, we've talked about, I don't know how many times, the best defense against phishing is your brain. Um, there, Your brain is a muscle, and there's muscle memory to it. And you have to, in the advent of technology, we trained ourselves to click links. Like, in marketing, we would... Basically, say put a link there, they'll click it, right? They're not going to click it if it's not there. We trained our brains to click links. You have to train not to click links in an email. There's actually a phrase for it in web page design when we were using it, when we redesigned a few pages. Call to action. It is definitely a call to action. It's a marketing term. Um, mm -hmm. And, and you, I mean, you know, that's contextually said. The... Um, there was quite an evolution, and thank you, Google, again, in uh, linking and buttons and the uh, psychology of the click. Um, so, yeah, that was that was quite an evolution. And they, tr they trained our brains, and we trained our brains to click, and you have to train it to not in an email. So work on that. We're going to check in every week. To see how you're doing. <laughs> there will be a quiz later. No, and it's something that, I mean, for those of us who have been on the internet long enough going back to the, you know, GeoCities days and the cloud fair and everything like that, is that it was so hard to find a link on a page because nobody liked the blue underlined. It really broke up with the, uh, you know, the whole look and feel of a website. So they started using buttons and then... As you said, marketing started to get involved, and okay, call to action, and yeah, it's so, you know, it's, we've I gotten just the, so conditioned to click the link, and yes, I, I that's why I the, I keep saying time and again, links are spoofy. Right, and we went through a phase where the big red obnoxious button was the shiny candy-like button. Right, yeah. Yes. I was, one of my favorite things to tell people was you don't need it to flash. Right. And you definitely don't need everything on the page to flash. Yeah. Because then you got a dancing Jesus and toasters <laughs> flying by. And then... Yeah. It's actually counterproductive. And let's not get into why, but just take my right. word for it. You don't need it to flash. Um, yeah. But things are so much cooler when they flash. Uh, I want people to notice it. Yeah, that's not the way. I'll look away. Right, I would look away. What? Um, and it wasn't okay. So this is going to get just to like a total geek rant. Let's not do that. Not that yeah, it would be fun. Well, that's when we shine, Lou. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, I was going to say Geo Cities, and I, yeah. I, let's not go there. 
No, I mean, if you want to, if you want an example of websites done wrong, go back to MySpace. It, it, it's still out there, and not. Just I know, but I mean, no, but I mean, it's it's just still, the whole idea—the flashing, the backgrounds, the it's music that you can't control, blasting popper. Yeah, it's roach and yeah, just yeah. yeah, it's still horrible. Yeah, it's still awful. Yes, it's not any better. Still awful. Yeah, it's still awful. Um. Okay. Tom, you created a hellscape. Yeah. Yeah. So did. And woe be to anybody who took someone out of their top five. Oh. <laughs> I really didn't get into it that much. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, anyway, yeah, this is another one. It, it's just, it, this is a very broad based uh, phishing warning from Microsoft. Uh, just be careful of your links. And it just, most of the time, it, I, the link that, you're usually getting fished. It's the same thing when, you know, when my clients and the elderly get roped into, you know, their Amazon or their Social Security or whatever. The If it was that important, it would be an internal document on your company's server. Don't fall for the phishing email. Go log into your company's website and then go find it yourself. Yeah, absolutely, and it's not um, – so the way that a phishing email will get you is the login. And we've talked about the domains are, are not going to all be the same. So if you log into the website and you can't find what you want, right, or, or there's not an alert in your account or there's nothing – there's nothing there. Look at the URL and just compare them because they won't be the same. Right. You can call the company and say, I got this alert. I'm interested in this. This is a great deal, but I didn't want to just click the link and do it. I, You know, there's any number of ways to get around it or tell, tell them what the problem was. It's probably an urgent problem with your order. Usually is something like that, um, but you know, when in doubt, pick up the phone. I hate it when places make it almost impossible to do that for a while. Amazon was <laughs> really bad. I think they're yeah. Better. I think they're better. Um, somebody else that I can't remember. Apple, you know, is fantastic I, okay. on the phone. I I, I got to bitch about Amazon for a minute. Okay, so the. We all got Prime, so that way we would get free second-day shipping. And we all made those sacrifices. We realized, okay, the coronavirus slowed everything down. We all made, you know, sacrifices over the last year. Now it's gotten worse. Now it's like, I mean, it, I actually got packages faster during the coof than I am now. Now it's like when I order something, it's, oh, you'll have it by the 9th. Okay, I'm paying I used to pay. I used to get this like by the next day, not the next week. Amazon, your shit. Bundle it up, put it in a backpack, but get it together. Sorry, rant off. No, I I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I really, 
really, really agree with you, Lordy. That's what Prime was. Yeah. Yep. So. Oh, you know what? Okay, hang on. I just saw this. I just got this DM'd. Um, how did the FBI get the crypto wallet for Darkseid? Was that maybe another Michigan governor kidnapping thing? Probably the same way that um, they've gotten other... Well, they catch wallet numbers, I think, coming off of tour relays. Or that's what they said they did with the Hezbollah money that they found going somewhere. I can't even remember what they were doing with that. Um, <clears throat> this, <clears throat> this is a story that we covered six months ago, maybe nine. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't even remember how long it was, but, um, they were grabbing data, you know, PCAPs like Mike Lindell. Sure. <laughs> Coming no, out the tour know, exit. Right. So, um, that's, that's probably how, right? So, yeah, I don't want to get into the details because I don't want the government to get mad at me. I, I mean, it's well. I guess it's well known. So, like, do you? Oh no, it was just it was just a question that was posed to me. Is yeah. that, you know they seem to have they seem to find that um, wallet address and key. Well, I mean, seriously, you don't have two FA on your well, somebody's got to somebody's got to pay them, right? So, is it a wallet that somebody paid to? It, that's the only way you could get it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because they got, and I, I think they just straight up stole Hezbollah's Bitcoin. But well, sure, but you those, still need to have okay, so you still need to have the key. You still need to have the, yeah. if not the full twenty four word security phrase, at least the password. To, and you know, I didn't even look at how that how they did that. But I mean, I, I think to get it to begin with, like you almost have to send money to it, or you have to. Well, I mean, yeah, that's how you're going to get the public keys, but not the private keys. You're having to communicate somehow, or someone is. Like, maybe you're tracking one of their customers. Um, Well, I mean, I'm I'm sure it's, you know, the same thing as, like, with a, you know, a pink bomb, and, you know, when you rob the bank. But still, it, it was just an interesting question, you know, especially in light of the FBI... You know, the story that you dropped that we wanted to talk about, I figured this would be a good segue into it, too. You know, the FBI using the same fear tactics from the war on terror to orchestrate its own terrorism plots. The the implication from the DM is, hey, maybe the FBI is dark side. Would that be the first time? Can (laughs) I think of any other time? I, yeah, I mean, is there a possibility? Always. Um, we're going to talk about the Michigan thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that goes for the universe. If you ask yourself, is there a possibility that? You could come up with a reasonable stack of evidence to prove almost anything. It's the linchpin that makes the difference, right? There's always a linchpin in the case. This one, here's an example. Just make the education worth it, right? Here's an example of the Casey 
Anthony case, the linchpin was the search for chloroform. That's what really sealed it for her, right? She did an internet search on chloroform. Or did she? I think it was like, yeah, it was overturned or something because of the forensic evidence. And um, some browsers have data in two places, right? So there, there were two databases. And they found one and didn't find the other. So I can't remember if she was not guilty the first time or if it was overturned on appeal. But that's why she's not, because they didn't find the second database is why she's not. Anyway, the linchpin was the search for chloroform. There's always a linchpin in a case. That ain't it. That was my point. True. That was my point, and I, you know, probably couldn't have gotten much more sidetracked. <clears throat> but that was because, you know, browser forensics came up. Sorry. So, I did uh, <laughs> Smile. <laughs> uh, okay, so you wanted to talk about the Michigan um, bringing you back into it. With uh, how the FBI was using this as a uh, similar to how they kept the war on terror going. Um, is that the next story? Well, that's, I figured it was a good segue. It really is a good segue because that's kind of what we're talking about. But let's take a break first and come sure. back and talk okay. about it. I think you need a break, or I think I do. A break is needed. Yeah, a break is needed, and it's me. We'll be right back. As a small business owner, you deserve more. More confidence, more connectivity, more of the tools that help your business thrive. And at Cox Business, you can expect more from us. We don't just have sales reps. We have perfect plan identifiers. People who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't. Your business deserves more, and that's why you can expect more from Cox Business. Call 800-526-8572 to switch today. There's nothing more predictable in life than the unexpected. Lightning will always strike. Hail will fall on roofs. Fortunately, there's AAA. AAA has been helping members stay prepared for over a hundred years. So when unusual storms, fall in debris, or sudden leaks happen, you'll be covered. Check, check, and check. Get the home and auto insurance you need by talking with a AAA insurance agent today. Visit AAA.com slash insurance or stop by your local AAA store.
If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. We're back. I said. Yes, and. we are. I said and. So. Because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to do. And we're back. And we're back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to. This is Cyber Chill. Yeah, the second forty-five minutes, probably. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, we just never know around here. This, the great thing about the last show. And that's why it's chill. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to try to talk about something not so chill in a chill way, and we're mostly going to mock it. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, it's not really... You said fun stuff for tonight, so this is the exact opposite, but we're going to have fun with it. Well, not have fun with it, but we're definitely going to mock it. And and and, and the most mock-worthy thing... About this entire last five years, and I, it's it's escalated, no friggin' doubt. But the most ridiculous thing about it all is that our government or whatever, I don't even know who's like, I don't know who's playing tricks, but it seems like somebody's playing a friggin' trick on us. Well, no, I mean, this is how you keep your budget rolling. You know, it's, you don't, you don't get to end the war on terror, just like you don't get to end the war on drugs. The There's too much money in it for the ATF. They're not going to say, hey, you know what? We won. We're good now. Because then their budget gets cut in half, and there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program. So when you have the war on terror, the FBI, I mean, it's, you look at the last 20 years, most of the, you know, ooh, terror plot, you know, discovered in New York City, three Islamic terrorists with ISIS, no, that wouldn't have even happened if it wasn't for the FBI setting it up. And that's where you get into this Michigan thing. Yeah, except now it's, 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 it seems a whole lot bigger. 
right? I mean, it's like huge groups of people. But it always goes back to the same thing. FBI informants and undercovers. It's always, you know, it, it, I mean, they, one of the best, one, one of the, one of the best memes I saw in this whole thing is you, you get the meme of all the uh, Spidermans all pointing at each other, not just the two of them, but there's like nine of them, and it's got FBI agent, FBI agent, FBI agent, probably an FBI agent, and and the <laughs> one person who isn't an FBI agent is some retarded dude in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, I love that meme, but it's it actually says Fed, 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 Fed. Yeah, um, which it which I've noticed on social media, people trying to twist from into everyone in the military is no, no, different. No, no, actually, as a matter of fact, you don't even have to work for the government to be a Fed. Fed is a mindset, um, and it, 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 every FBI agent. I'm I'm sorry, I'm just one of those people that believes that every FBI is an agent isn't quote unquote a fed. Um, and that doesn't mean I want to sit down and have coffee in reality. Right. I mean, but I, I don't, I'm just saying. Well, I'm it's right. all part of the police say the FBI, ATF, you know, I mean, aside from shooting dogs, what's the ATF ever done? Well, and I will. Okay, so I did have coffee with a retired FBI agent when I was in the Red Cross because he was one of my volunteers. That's the exception. And he was a super nice guy. So I'm just going to put that out there. Um, but their ops are just dumb. Well, you know what it is? It's, <laughs> it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, where they where they they pile in so deep into this conspiracy that it turns out the only people involved in it. it okay, you know what it is? It's like the left and Q. Mm-hmm. The only people who push the Q conspiracy are the left. The only people who are involved in these white supremacist anti Widmere groups are feds. Well, so okay, so I I had in my thought, and God works in mysterious ways, right? Because I had the thought in my head that. I've been in the in the grant queue. I know what it's like, right? And you said Q. And I was like, huh, I wonder if Q actually stands for the grant queue. Like, everybody get in line in the queue for grants because we're all Q. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> that but was, also, I mean, that was Q, hang on, hang on, hang on. Stay with me here. <laughs> Q, Quantico, where's the FBI stationed at? Checkmate. Okay, that right there is the conspiracy theory that comes true about Q. And it's, you know, probably the only one that Q stands for Quantico. Yeah, I'm making that a thing. Delaware isn't real, Finland isn't real, birds aren't real, and Q stands for Quantico. Yeah, and i just like to reiterate that this is the comedy section of our show. (laughs) We are mocking the news. Um, But that's the other thing. The media reports it as if we don't already know what happened because it hasn't already happened a hundred dozen times. Well, and it's like Al said it on his show. Michael Tracy said it back in October of last year. The way that that Whitmere kidnapping was shaping out, it was going to be another one of those all FBI and some retarded guy in Michigan. Yes. And sure as shit, there it is. Yes. Absolutely. It is a meme at this point. It, it's yeah. a meme. 
Um, I, I mean, that's really all that needs to be said. Is you, It's a meme at this point. This particular op is a meme. You might want to stop running it. Yeah. Yeah, if we're at the point where we're making fun of you, maybe you should just stop. So it's like, I mean, we, you know, we see you. So many, like so many other things in our society now, it's done completely for the media. Yeah. Well, it's the circus. I mean, we got the free bread. Now it's time for the circus. Are you not entertained? From time to time. So yeah, occasionally, I'm a, I'm entertained. Okay. <laughs> occasionally, yeah. We can move on from this story because it's it 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 was fun to mock for a minute, but it's not even fun to mock for very long. Okay, okay. So how about Twitter doing the same thing over and over again? They have verified once again a fake account that is claiming to be Cormac McCarthy. And this isn't even the first time. And this is, again, another thing that they think that we're too stupid to notice. Well, and that's the thing. Well, the thing is that they keep fucking doing it. You know, it's like they got burned on it once before. And you would think that that would make them a little bit more, you know. Okay, so. I don't know. Hesitant to verify. <laughs> Name the craziest person on Twitter. Verified. The craziest verified account on Twitter. Oh, well, shit, that's... You're asking me to name my favorite child. I mean, that's a, you got Tom Arnold, you got... <laughs> okay, so, what if Tom Arnold is not really Tom Arnold? Well, okay, but... Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. If Twitter will verify accounts like that, why would they not verify some fake Tom Arnold? Well, I mean... Think about it. <laughs> This conspiracy started here. Remember, folks. Okay. It's conspiracy theory. I'm sorry. Started here. <clears throat> so, you know, it's a conspiracy yeah. theory. I made I made it up. I have no evidence that Twitter would ever do anything like that, except for the fact that they they keep it. fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It keeps getting funnier. <laughs> it does. It it is one of those things that is progressively funnier. Yeah, okay, so it's like you, the media reached out to McCarthy's publisher and asked if, you know, this is his account. They said, no, it's obviously a fake account. You know, I mean, this is obviously not him, <laughs> by the way he's tweeting. that it's fake. I'm not and, sure why it's not obvious to you, Twitter. Yeah. I wonder, okay, so this makes me wonder what it was about the account on their end that made them think it was real. Because they can see everything. Twitter doesn't leave anything to the imagination. Well, that doesn't mean that they're very good at vetting. I mean... Well, no. Okay, so this is... And this is my um, very uneducated idea of how those things happen. A relationship is formed um, in, the, in the office between someone in an organization, most likely in PR, because they came to our conferences. When I was in PR... And, uh, or could be, you know, a government liaison. And then a list is given to government affairs or public affairs or whatever. 
at Twitter and the list is people to verify. So who put this fake account on one of those lists? Now it's just, you know, a concept of what happens. Cause I mean, I've seen some of it. I, I know that organizations get the lists because I just know. So, um, I mean, it wouldn't violate an NDA, but I'm not going to say it anyway. Um, it was the Red Cross, though. You also have to keep that in mind. But all I'm saying is they got it from, like, some publishing, some publisher, some PR firm, some, you know, somebody in China, right? A PR firm, the Chinese government, some other government. It came from somebody. They got it from somebody. There's a reason that they verified that account. Why do they not know why they verified it? Oh, I'm sure they do. It's just, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it is, it's probably fangirl, more fangirl status than anything. It's like, oh my God, there's a, you know, he's my favorite playwright. There's an right. account. Well, only- it's got to be him. It's got his photo and everything. Verify it. And then, Maybe. you know, also the verification yeah, process. They would know that internally. How do they not know that? Boxes are clicked. Databases are popular. These are the same people who who suspend people for quoting a meme without the meme. Right. The same people who about- suspend people for saying toots. They're not bright people at Twitter HQ. But, okay, you know, why? I, what I don't understand is why they had to reach out to the publisher to ask. Or the they didn't. The publisher. The goddamn press did. Oh, okay, my bad. Twitter didn't even, yeah, Twitter didn't even bother to verify. I can totally get them never bothering to check. Yeah. That, that I believe. It's still a little odd, though, because I know what some other people's experiences have been with that, right? I know what mine was. I know what we did. I know what, yeah, I know what. Foo goes through trying to get verified. I know what Foo's done. I know what other people That had done. to kill her to write the story, too, because here's an account that, you know, fake account getting verified, and she can't get verified. Again, it's my reason for asking these questions. This doesn't make sense. How could you, how could this get through your system? Apparently, obviously, clearly, some, they registered the account, and uh, maybe applied for verification yeah. or did yeah they apl- yeah they applied for verification but I mean you it, know it had to be another it, it had to be in another country because clearly our um well yeah I don't know I don't know it's it's the strangest thing it, it's, it's stupid it's painful <laughs> trying to figure Twitter out well that's because it doesn't. Like, we're trying to think, well, how does that work in a business process? Or how does it work in a coding? In, how does that work in the code? How would an algorithm know that? Or what would they be looking for or whatever? And it doesn't follow any of those logics, right? So, it in my mind, it has to be either manipu- code manipulated to do a certain thing or... Um, just a broken business process. Or both. You embrace the power band. Indeed. Could be both. Um, those things open doors. They're types of exploits. Right? 
So a broken business process in and of itself is an exploit, something that you can use to get around firewalls, safety firewalls, security firewalls. So, you know, it's really interesting. So while we're talking about Twitter and security firewalls, remember the mass hack last summer? Uh, yeah. They finally got a perp walk on one of those. Joseph Plugwalk O'Connor, 22-year-old British citizen, um, who was involved in it. Um, uh, the U.S. Justice Department announced last week of his arrest and indictment. And, um, yeah, this, dude, this kid, okay, this is kind of... the. The new type of internet thug, and I'm not talking about the, you know, the crypto gangs, and yeah, you know, this this is the kind of piece of shit who has no trouble swatting. So, you know, I'm all I'm all for him going down. Um. Yeah. How old was he? 22, and he's facing 10 counts of, uh, including conspiracy, computer intrusion, extortive communications, stalking, and threatening communications. Oh, wow. Um, the name is kind of crazy. Uh, oh, yeah, this is the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the SIM swapping that, yeah, then they got in, and it, it was that yeah, beautiful day yeah. where all blue checks were silenced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, chuck, know, the chuckles hours. crew or whatever they were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they all were spamming out, um, uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. So who's one of those kids? Send, yeah, send me a hundred dollars in Bitcoin. And I'll turn it into a thousand. You know, with Elon Musk and Barack Obama's accounts, and yeah, he's one of those kids. Gotcha. Crazy. Um. Yikes. Then again, probably has a bright future. Anywho. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> um, all right, so who got busted by Twitchy this week? We have this story. Well, that was the one I did about the uh, um, Twitter doing the uh, um, verifying the wrong account, a fake account. Oh, the one we just talked about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I got lost. Um, okay, we did the fear of taxes. So Yeah. We you thought, wanted to do your Pegasus spyware on the iPhone. Well, so what we wanted to talk about is like there's a couple things. Um if you have an iPhone and you haven't run your update, there's a new one. It's rumored, you know how Apple does it. They'll release it, they don't say that it works on, you know, whatever the latest threat or vulnerability is, but in a few days, they'll say it or something. Sometimes they do that. It's weird. Um, so it's rumored that it, it gets rid of, or so we're about to do that story anyway. Um, 
Yeah. So did you read this story or did you do the thing that I do? Well, this was, you dropped these on me. I, I, I oh, did not get to go deep into them like, because these were as I was getting ready for the other show. Right. And I'm getting big cookie notifications so all over the place. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so, the Pegasus spyware that we talked about a couple of weeks ago that was part of, identified because of a leak to Amnesty International. No. Was it Amnesty International? It was definitely the Atlantic Council and, like, third... 17 no, media. It was Amnesty International as well. And, right. Yeah, they're actually the ones who's telling Apple to fix your shit. Yeah, yeah. I, well, um, I think that it might have taken them a little bit longer. They um, they like to do, like, one update where Microsoft will send you four. And Google, Android will send you four. But I don't, I don't know how they're doing with this, right? So they just, like, I just ran... Um, one of mine and um, yeah so there's I mean there was definitely one really bad messaging bug on them and it's spyware so I mean you know it's but it, there was a vulnerability in the iOS to what was found on a lot of the, the phones that were suspected to have Pegasus on it so Hopefully, this helps. There's another article that I think that I'm just going to drop instead of walk through it. Um, because it walks you, it actually walks you through um, how to use a tool or gives you a tool. So, there's a tool in this um, TechCrunch that will help you check your phone for it. So, yeah. Read this and proceed at your own peril. I'm not suggesting that you actually do it. I say run the update. But if you're worried about it, there's a tool here. Always run the uh, update. Yeah, patch your shit. Patch your shit. I mean, that's I mean, we tell you that all the time. And, uh, I mean, unless it's a Chrome update. <laughs> then why are you using Chrome? Uh, I, I hope not on this show, because we did, like, three shows in a row where it was vulnerability after vulnerability. And, I mean, exploited vulnerabilities, right? I mean, they were actually being used. So, yeah, I mean, that did it for me with Chrome completely. I hope everybody thought twice about it. And I'm hoping this week, because we talked about it a few weeks ago, I'm hoping this week to finally get a chance to jump in and, te and test drive DuckDuckGo's new browser. I like Brave a lot, um, but yeah. Um, some people are saying DuckDuckGo. Brave does have a new search engine out. It's not great, but it's good. Um. Brave has a search engine out? Yes. Excellent. We'll see how they do. Yeah, yeah it takes DuckDuckGo a little bit. Um, 
longer. Yeah, I, I, I use DuckDuckGo on Brave, but Brave recently announced that they have their own search engine, and it it's still populating its uh, queries. So, like, you'll only get four or five, maybe a whole page of uh, responses when you search something. But, um, and then it'll ask you, were these adequate, or do you want to go to Chrome now? Or do you want to just Google to, you know, if you didn't find what you were looking for, here's a link to Google. And I'm like, no, you know what, I'll just go over to the other instance of uh, Brave and use DuckDuckGo. But. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. uh, You know, I I see mention of Edge in the chat. I do like Edge. It's, it's fine. It's. It's fine. It's not opera. It's not Edge, it's not, I mean, it's not uh, Brave, but, I mean, Edge is fine. It, it's, we talked about it when I did the last browser test, and, you know, I'll probably put it up against DDG and see how it does. Uh, it's definitely lighter than Chrome. It's, um, I mean, it's Microsoft, so it's going to be a little invasive. And, you know, we did joke about how it is malware because it doesn't install itself and it won't go away. Um, and it keeps popping up telling you to use it. Regardless, if you say, no, you are not my default browser, then they'll do an update and say, you want to try us now? No. Um, but, <laughs> no, it's it's not bad. I use it to, when I'm moving information from one computer to another, rather than doing the whole sync chain on Brave, It's I'm a lazy man at the end of the day. And it's all right. That's why we're chill. Yeah. Opera GX is good, too. You know, JC mentioned that in the chat. I do use that exclusively for my gaming browsing, and um, I do like it. It's very flashy. <laughs> flashy can be good. I mean, and, and you know what? It is flashy in the good way, not in the Vegas stripper way. It's more in a... Um, you know, it's like, hey, you know, it, look at all these modern tools that nobody else is using that we can use. And, you know, they're first out of the box with a lot of things. They're Chromium-based, too. I mean, almost every browser is Chromium-based, so, except for Firefox. Wait, is Opera Chromium-based? I believe it is. Somebody will correct me in the chat if it isn't. There's just so many browsers. Again. Yeah. 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 But I do, I do like Opera as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, JC, it works. It's easy, much like your mom. I can't. I got a great. I got a great shirt from a friend of mine today. That's, uh, you know, my other ride is your mom, and it's got the pinup girl on a spark plug. So thank you. That's an awesome shirt. I enjoy it. So. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, that is an Ordy shirt. If ever an <laughs> Ordy shirt there was. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's very it's very cool. Yeah. I'm I appreciate it. And it's on uh, basic gray. I like basic gray. So Yeah. Gotta have some basic gray mm. in the T shirt pile. Yeah. Because that's how I live. Piles of clothes. Not really. But it I thought it sounded funny. Maybe not. Where are you gonna be this week, Gordy? Damn, you're wrapping it up that quick. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> we were I don't done. know. We were done, sweetie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, um, the, the rumor, Rick may be back. Um, I will keep you all posted. I know I say it every week, but 
uh, every week as always. Well, hopefully next week. So if he is back, we will have Robinson and Horty on Wednesday and Juxtaposition on Thursday. Either way, I will be back around with FUBAR on Monday. Fu will still be on hiatus. I will have a guest host, maybe Brad, maybe Jen, maybe somebody else. And you will be producing that, of course. And then afterwards, I will be back with you. Where are you at this week? Well, I'm producing our friends tomorrow night here at 8.30, Aggie and Brad. And then back here with you on Monday. This is all I do now. Kind of like it. Very nice. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, Ron, I've been meaning to check out Waterfox, too. That's a uh, um, Firefox-based clone. So. Hmm. Interesting. So many browsers, so little time. But you know what? It's good. We're back here, because I remember back in the day when it was, you know, Netscape Navigator, and, you know, Chrome wasn't a thing yet, and... Yeah, yeah, there was, you know, some variety. Now there is wide variety between opera, oh, two yeah. flavors of opera, and Brave, and DuckDuckGo, <laughs> and Edge, and Chrome, and... Yeah, I remember the globe that certain times of day just wouldn't stop spinning. <laughs> I remember that bitch. <laughs> Damn you, Internet Explorer. I remember you, bitch. Yeah. Alrighty, so... We're out of here. We love you for tuning in, being in the chat. You're so special. Unlike Fu, I love you. I, I, Thanks, I, I understand Thanks the point for- of view, but I love you anyway. And we'll see you next week. Hell Hydra. <laughs> If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.